0: What's up everybody? It's Mike and Dave hit the stage. I'm Mike. I'm Dave. And today, we are doing Mandatory Metallica. Mandatory. These are the songs you have to listen to.
1: Well, Penalty to, of
0: Death? I don't I know. Don't know. It's a, it's a, it, I've been growing up my whole life and that's what it's been called. Every time they play, well, remember Q104, not Q104, uh, 92.3, K-Rock. They used to have a thing on, on Mondays. I think it was uh, Mandatory Metallica.
1: Wow, when I named this list, I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't. Yeah, and they would play like two or three Metallica songs. In a row? Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's, for it's, the time, that's innovative. It was cool as hell. But uh, that's why we decided to uh, call this list Mandatory Metallica.
1: That's not why I called this it that.
0: This is nothing. Well, that's why I, I told you to call it that. That's right. But this
1: is nothing but Metallica songs. Strap in. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting because it's gonna be a double up. We picked one song each from each album to to talk about. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Not every album, by the way. Yeah, we Did skipped I? a couple. <laughs> um, I didn't skip all as many as you skipped, and you added something I didn't even think of. Yeah, so we kind of have a, a good balance. We missed all the later later. Not uh, all of them. We skipped Death I'm, Magnetic and Hardwired. Yeah, uh, and you and Saint Anger. Oh, that's right. Well, St. Anger doesn't count. see? Lulu doesn't count. Okay. And we decided not to use anything from uh, S&M 1 or 2. Right, right. And because of the nature of Garage Days and Garage Days Revisited and Re-Revisited, the since they're all covers, we decided not to do those. Those should be covered on a separate covers Yeah, which we episode. will definitely do. We've done a cover episode already, which I don't think had any Metallica. No, it definitely did Because Metallica doesn't often cover other bands. Except for the Garage Days. Yes. Which they cover a lot. (laughs) I'm just going to say it now. Am I Evil by Diamond Head is the best cover they've ever done. Yes. And it actually reinvigorated Diamond Head's career twice. Yeah, so much so that they (laughs) tried They're changing their sound to sound (laughs) like Metallica. Metallica. (laughs) Which is actually the reason I picked the first song on this list. Alright, let's hit it. So the first song... From Kill 'Em All, mm-hmm. is No Remorse, and the reason I picked it is because when Diamond had decided to retune their sound to sound like Metallica, yeah, they did, um, a, they did the um the remake of Am I Evil, sounding like Metallica, right? And they covered No Remorse. Did they really? Yeah. Was it good? Yes.
0: Now, uh, it, I told you the story about Kill 'Em All. It was the first CD I ever bought. Yes, and I had to tell my dad. That the first CD I ever wanted to buy was Kill 'Em All, and he, he, he didn't uh, uh, protest. He bought me the album, and I think he noticed once. But like, you know, it it wasn't your typical Devil music, you know. It but isn't. No. They really weren't. No, but I think that the name caught him by surprise,
1: and it's still one of it's still uh, by far, I think, my favorite Metallica album. The first four Metallica albums, it stood out. In The lower end of audio production quality, right? But in a very interesting, but you know,
0: you know, my deal. I like the
1: yeah, you like a little grit in your recording, yeah, yeah. But that's not what I'm not saying, I'm not saying it was bad, I'm saying it was the least well produced. Mm-hmm. But the standards got pretty high by the end of the first uh, four albums, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you I don't mean, I
1: mean I'm not talking about the Bob Rock days, we're not getting there yet, right? Right? Um, so yeah, no remorse. This whole album. It's it's one of the it's one of the albums that that I I could put on my it's a it's a it's a beginning to end perfect album yeah, yeah. it's not like it's not like uh, ride the lightning where you have oh, that it. one definite skip in the middle <laughs> well we went through that yeah yes. on, on a previous uh and we'll list. go through it again uh, it's oh, not well, I guess it's not on the list but we can talk about it of course of course um the first time I heard kill em all was after I got into metal yeah. I got into, I started listening to Metallica and worked my way back. And the first time I heard "Anesthesia Pulling Teeth," yes, I lost my mind. So good, right? So I was cool. Like, Jesus Christ, what is that? Yeah, that's the bass. That's the bass. That's that's the guy that everyone makes fun of in a band. Yeah, yeah, I know what we are. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Um, then I found out every of every one of the first three albums has us a, a bass centric song. Yeah. And I was in love. Mm-hmm. My wife does not like Metallica at all, at all. Why? It's she has a problem with the 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 way they treat their fans and should the pricing for their tickets and. You
0: know, yeah, but I don't
1: think that's them. It's partially them. <clears throat> um, the suing of Napster. That was yeah. It well, was a. That put a that definitely put a. a, a yeah, sane anger. She blames sane anger <laughs> completely on them, and I do too. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, they allowed that to happen. Um. What was the other thing she complained? Oh, oh, Lulu, Uh, the the. Geez, she really does just have. She when she doesn't like something, she motherfucks them. Yeah, she's fucked them. Wow, that's my wife. I picked a good one. (laughs) She is amazing. (laughs) My wife could give two shits about Metallica,
0: really. I think. Um, but uh, all right. So you picked No Remorse. Yes, I picked Hit the Hit the Lights, which is the perfect start. Which. You think it, it, it's their first album, and this is the way it starts. And I told you before, it felt like a live show to me. Yes. It felt like, you know. Because we've seen live shows start like this. Right. And it's the perfect introduction to Metallica. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. Think about a, a 1983, right? This album comes out. You don't know anything about Metallica. You, you, you get this album, and that's how it starts. And it's basically telling you. Hit the lights. I mean, it's here. We are. Yeah. You know, it's the spotlight. And and uh, where do you go from there? It just gets better and better. That album.
1: It is amazing. It is absolutely phenomenal. Right. Um. Honestly, the the weak song on this album is Metal Militia. Yeah, I like Metal Militia. I'm not saying it's bad. It's it, it, of the songs. It's, it's the weakest.
0: It's the cheesiest of them.
1: Yes, it is the weakest of these songs. Yeah. But it's a good song. Is that, doesn't he say leather and metal are our uniforms or something in that song? He says no life to leather and hit the lights. So <laughs> what the fuck are you... Th- There's a Funko Pop of the leather-clad <laughs> Rob Halford in front of my laptop. Where are we complaining?
0: I'm not. No. I just sometimes, like, when I listen to it, I'm like,
1: all right, guys. It's like, sorry, I, I said this out
0: loud. Because they did that, but they never went back to it. No. It was not there. Uh, uh, well, I mean, they wore leather jackets and whatnot, but it wasn't uh, their identity.
1: No, it wasn't like, like, like Rob Judas Halpert. Priest. Yeah. It became their How identity. The leather
0: and all oh, this, man. you know.
1: By the way, before before they got into that, they dressed like hippies. Yes. It was uncomfortable to look at. Yeah. Because they were playing songs like Dreamer, Deceiver. Dre- he was wearing like flowy shirts and yeah, bell bottoms. Very, yeah, yeah. I love Rob Halpert. That it was not the look he needed. <laughs> he definitely made the right change. That was the the leather daddy look really got him. It really <laughs> the made daddy. the world. What <laughs> the is daddy. there a better description? No, there's not. There's not. It's a, it's a leather no. daddy,
0: and it's what we all remember. I mean, like I've said a million times before, it, it, they coming out on that. Uh, you got on the motorcycle. Thing
1: yep. Uh, uh, video. By the way, uh, that's the best title for Alfred's song. <laughs>
0: And you know what? It, it, I've, I've always known it as you got another thing coming. You know what's another think coming? Not no. the song. The saying is you have another think coming. What? I swear to Look it up. No, I don't want to look it up. Okay. Why we? <laughs> I don't know. We got off on a tangent. Yeah.
1: We're on Judas Priest again. <laughs> Shocker. In, a, in, our, in our Metallica. Yeah. Uh, well, think about who inspired Metallica. It was Tigers of, Tigers of Pantang, Diamond Head, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. These are the guys that pushed forward. Right. And in them pushing forward, they pushed Metallica. It's like it's the water pushing the wave towards the coastline. Mm -hmm. It was just getting bigger and bigger. And Metallica
0: took this and just ran with it.
1: Oh, yeah. They absolutely did. The bullet belt look. Yeah. I mean, and it it, it worked. It got all of us. I mean, I was a kid. Oh, quick history. We, you know, we normally talk about Metallica history. We didn't mention. So the original lineup, uh, Ron McGovney, the original... Uh, pre-recording lineup the the demo days uh ron mcgovney dave Mustaine, uh james Hetfield, lars Ulrich. um ron mcgovney they got rid of he he i think he had substance problems and he wasn't he he was fighting a lot with the band so they let him go and then they got cliff uh cliff mm-hmm. uh cliff they started the process of recording and getting ready and uh when they came to new york they sent Dave Mustaine back on a bus. <laughs> Baloney on hand sandwich, fuck off. <laughs> and uh, they, they got in um, Kirk. Kirk Hammett. How my brain just completely fucking stopped. <laughs> I, I heard my brain go, fuck you. <laughs> go ahead. And that was the lineup until um, uh, 1986 and the unfortunate death of Cliff Burton. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost immediately, within, the, within a few months, they, they got Jason Newstead. Uh, I don't know how many people had tried out, but I heard it wasn't many. And Les Claypool tried out. Les Claypool talked to them about trying and out, he, and once he realized who they were, yeah, he was not. He's like, fit. Uh, I could jam on Isley Brothers, and they just uh-huh. laughed. Yeah, it's that would never have been a good fit. He's a phenomenal bassist. Yeah, not Metallica. Not Metallica. Um, would have been interesting though. The, once again, the greatest lie ever told. <laughs> Hulk Hogan says he tried out for Metallica. <laughs> yeah, Hulk Hogan, full of shit. Okay. One of the only people that could call your brother. And <laughs> Are we going to get back there? No, I'm again? not doing it again. Okay, good. I'm not doing it again. Anyway. Um, yeah, so then they got Jason Newstead. Jason Newstead lasted into the 2000s when he was working. He wanted to work on a side project, and the band collectively said no. And in return, he said, then I'm leaving and left. And that led to the pre-production for Sane Anger. Where Bob Rock took over a recording bass for the album, uh, which is meh. The the bass recordings are meh, whatever. And they started looking for a new bassist, which we got to see in the documentary Some Kind of Monster. Mm -hmm. We got to see Scott Reeder, um, Pepper Keenan, Twiggy Ramirez. I can't remember the guy from the cult, Billy Duffy.
0: I don't know. I don't know the cult that
1: well. And um, Robert Trujillo, mm-hmm. and we got to see all of them try out playing almost the same. Like they showed most of them playing for whom the bell tolls, not right. And then they show Robert Trujillo just nailing everything. Then he the, he plays battery and whiplash, and like it's undeniable.
0: Right, who who had the who yeah. had the
1: the job? Yeah, who got the job? It was he was the guy. Mm-hmm. So that is now the current lineup from the early two thousands to today. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of uh, of um, member changes for a band right, of this so caliber. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, it's over thirty years old, and not a I mean, lot of
1: internal of drama brought to light. Well, the Napster public, stuff publicly. and the fighting,
0: right? And then they, then in some kind of monster, you saw you know
1: James going through his his you know. struggle towards yeah. sobriety, and um, Lars, you really showed Lars as an antagonist. Yeah. In everything he does, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, you can see the, the family that they've created. Mm-hmm. They're a dysfunctional family, like every band should be, right? But it was interesting. It was definitely interesting to see. And hit the lights was that first song, oh. that first one on the. I don't think either one of these were written by Dave Mustaine either, because there are a few songs on Kill 'Em All that were written by Dave Mustaine. Right? Wasn't it uh Four Horsemen. Four, yeah. I, I thought it same mechanics. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. Throw some... Yeah, take Four Horsemen. Throw some cocaine on it. Yeah. And then play it five times faster. Yeah. And not well. No, it was terrible. God. Anyway, so now we're going to jump to the next... Literally the next album. Mm-hmm. Well, we got, they, they, these go in order. Yeah. For these us. are going to go in, in yeah. chronological order, not in album order. Like, on the on the album, we're just picking the songs... That we liked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At that time, right. Uh, so the next one is uh, me, and that's Creeping Death, mm-hmm. off the album Ride the Lightning. And Ride the Lightning is one of my favorite terms.
0: That's uh, the 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 um
1: electric chair. Yes. Yeah. So Creeping Death. Tell me why. Uh, this is another one of those weird historical songs. Yeah. Cause it's, you know. The creeping death. Slaves, Hebrews, weren't deserved <laughs> yeah, to the Pharaoh. Yeah. So I was waiting for it. Yeah. So this is that song. This is the the it's a rough song too. It's really aggressive. And it's also a song that
0: actually uh, I, it, it, at least in my eyes, the live version has become the more popular version that I hear all the time when I listen to uh you know, satellite radio or whatever, or when somebody plays it. It's, yes, it's usually the
1: live version because in the middle everybody chants die. Yes, so it is a great breakdown. It's cool. It's yeah, it works. It's it's one of those ones that you can't deny but want to bang your head mm-hmm. and or at least chant die with them. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely works. Oh yeah, it's it's a great song, and you picked. Mm-hmm. You picked it. You picked the the second yeah of the bass centric songs. Yes. The call, call of of Cthulhu. Cthulhu. I love that the first few albums had instrumentals. instrumentals. It's a cool way to just show it's really showing off Cliff. Right. Cuz this is you can feel Cliff's writing in this. Yeah.
0: But it's a cool way of just hey, here's what else we can do without singing and this the funny thing about this is is it's an over
1: 8 minute song. Yes. And I can listen to the whole thing. It's cuz it goes somewhere. It flows. Right. It literally goes from point I talk about classical music like this. If it doesn't surge in waves, right. it doesn't feel right. And I tell you that all the time with, these, important.
0: with these long songs. Is that sometimes you send me, like I think Mike has sent me a couple songs. And I'm like, it just goes nowhere. You know? It just stays right there. Yeah. And I, if you don't know how to end a song, just fucking end
1: it. Just da 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 and stop. And I hate to say it.
0: I mean, we're going to get, you know, we'll get, we'll get further into Metallica. But
1: they fall into it. Oh everybody falls into it at some point, you know. But uh no, but they fall into it a lot I, I, later on. Anyway, but yeah, the, but this
0: song I, I, I just I love the build. Yes. I love the I you know it. And then it even the last few uh uh like the last minute or so changes again. It yes. just changes it, it the, the
1: song keeps building and changes and changes and changes. And the the bass in this song is all over the place, right? In a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm really I'm kissing the ass of somebody who's already at the top. Yeah, you know there there are very few people in the universe. with Cliff Burton sucked. He didn't suck. He was a genius. He took. There's who a says lot. Cliff of, Burton sucks. I don't know, but you know it's it's like I'm not saying that that anyone actually would say oh, that. Okay, yeah, yeah, but we're we're really you know back somebody who doesn't need it. Right. Right. But we do have to recognize. But you do because he's the reason guys like Steve DiGiorgio exist, right? In the way they exist. And the other thing is,
0: is that a lot of people. I mean, you got to think, new fans. Let's say all the new fans that came from the Black Album.
1: Don't if know they, him. if they
0: didn't backtrack like you said, like you did. They have no idea. Yep. You
1: know, and Jason was good.
0: Yeah, but he was not Cliff. No, he was a, a charismatic guy.
1: Yes, you he, know he was. He was engaging right. and entertaining right right but he was not cliff right right and cliff although engaging a showman an amazing writer an amazing cuz he was doing he was writing the harmonies for them mm-hmm. so he was a great harmonist he was doing amazing stuff and the only thing i can say is that in the scale of like cliff being at the the upper end of things being the best of the best yeah Jason's not next on the list. No. It's Robert. Yeah, yeah. Trujillo I, uh, is definitely next. Talent wise, yeah. 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 And uh, that's not an insult to Jason either. No, no. He was he was there for uh his the purpose of of of, of his time. And, and he left on his terms, which right. I, I do I do think is amazing. Right. Because he only he only ever returned for the uh Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction and the thirtieth anniversary. Are they on bad terms, or are they? No, they're like, are... they're pretty leveled off now. Yeah, right. They were at first because he left. Right, and they like if you watch some kind of monster, they're literally blaming him for leaving. Yeah, meanwhile not recognizing that it was them not bending to him wanting to do stuff on his own. Uh huh. Not even using Metallica name or anything. Yeah, just wanted to do something. He wanted to do Voivod and uh, I think it was Voivod and something else. Yeah, just other small projects. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, no. And he's like, all right, I guess huh. this isn't Peace. for me then. Yeah,
0: that's weird. I, but they're very controlling, from what we hear. They're, you know? they're very
1: controlling. Um, you got you to gotta think about it. Nobody else has done any real side projects. If yeah. they have, they've done them as a band. Yeah. Lulu. <laughs> Fucking Lou Reed.
0: Ugh. So you want to move on to um,
1: Master of Puppets? I do. But I don't, but I do. I know. Uh, I'm a little disappointed in myself. Why? Because I picked the song I wanted the most and not the one I should have picked. Okay. What? Tell them what you picked. So I picked disposable heroes. Right. What did
0: you want to pick? Orion.
1: Okay, but the yeah, it would have been the same thing. Again. It would have been the same thing again. But right. the reason I picked my my son's middle name is Orion, named after the song. Okay. All right. It is. Oh, well, we can still talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. But still, so it's it's not the same. So let's go with disposable heroes. Why? Oh, the idea, the idea of the military just being people used as cannon just, fodder just thrown out there. Right. Yeah. I know. Back to Which the is, front. Another thing that, say, that is said amongst Black Sabbath in the first two Black Sabbath albums, uh-huh. uh, when you think of War Pigs, mm-hmm. it's the same argument. And that was 20 years before. Right. So this is indicative of a major problem with the way we see the military. Mm-hmm. It's still today. It's still yeah, happening. it's still happening. But um, yeah, without getting political. Right. But the, the idea of Disposable Heroes, and this, I feel, is a um, precursor to a song on their next album. Which One. One. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gotcha. I feel like this was what led them to write one. Yeah.
0: Because it is
1: so emotionally brutal. Yeah. You know, they... I don't know if you know too much about James Hetfield's upbringing. No. Okay, so his parents were dead by the time he was 16 or 17. Ooh. okay. They were Christian scientists. Yeah. Not Scientologists. They believed that you could pray away disease and, and suffering. Okay. Uh, they literally died of autoimmune diseases because they weren't properly yeah. vaccinated or treated. So he was very mad at the world. Okay. He was mad at religion. He was mad at the government. He was mad at everybody. Mm-hmm. And it shows in these first couple of albums mm-hmm. hard. And this one more so because if you look at Disposable Heroes, yeah. what he's saying is the government is literally funding a death squad of, it's a, like a reverse death squad. Mm-hmm. They're throwing just people out at, at a target and just hoping they get they get enough people on it to kill. Right, right. And that's fucked up.
0: Yeah. And uh you know, it, this this album itself, I mean, you know, we could thank Stranger Things for bringing this to back, back to the, the forefront. forefront. But I mean my kids.
1: Yeah. Oh, another interesting little factoid. So the song is played in Stranger Things. Yeah. During a big scene, yeah, it right. is not played correctly. Well, he's playing it. He's playing no, it for real. He's not. I thought he was. No, he plays it. He knows how to play it. He learned how yeah. to play it. The recording that they did that they used, yeah. Ty Trujillo, Rob Trujillo's son, played it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. He's he actually has played with a few bands. Yeah. Uh, Ty Trujillo actually played bass for Corn for a while, mm-hmm. and he's only, he's a teenager. Yeah. So this kid's really good, but it's just so cool that they they you know if, if
0: Stranger Things has brought back a lot of music. Oh I mean, yeah not only the metallica but but then uh kate, kate bush. bush the same you know the same uh, uh season yep um but i just wanted to bring that up because now even my kids i'll put it on they know yeah they know uh um master of puppets i'll put on another metallica song and they're like what is
1: this garbage but they'll get there my kids are young they're they're young yeah uh but, funny funny with kate bush uh that song came because of a a duet with Peter Gabriel in, in, in 80. It was whatever. in the early 80s. They did. They did that. He she did that. They did a duet together. Yeah. Their bassists worked together like it was this this whole in-group. in group inbreeding breeding weird group thing. Yeah. But their her bassist Lee Sklar also was the bassist for Phil Collins for his solo stuff. OK. I don't know if you know what Lee Sklar looks like, but imagine yeah. what a wizard without a hat looks like. Mike but gray all gray <laughs> yeah yeah that's lee Sklar. okay lee sclar has a youtube channel where he plays all his songs mm-hmm. he's gotten copyright strict strikes against him from the producers of the songs that he played like he, on why because i guess he did some weird copyright yeah it's copyright law. shit it's all garbage yeah but oh, interesting and metallica especially at this point this is right before the loss of cliff right and this was a really like this was when they were at their their highest. Yeah, like at the time they couldn't have gotten any higher than they were th- there. Mm-hmm. They were traveling Europe. Uh, I forget where they. I, was it? It wasn't Denmark. I don't know. I forget I know where, where they were. Uh, where where the bus accident happened? But mm-hmm. the driver said he hit black ice. The um, the bus overturned. That's Genghis Khan from the last time okay. we were talking. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> what the fuck? Relax. <laughs> yeah So uh,
0: Yeah it, It's Listen It's a turning point for uh, for, for Sweden Sweden Alright
1: Yes I was gonna say Finland But Alright They're close Yeah They they The The, the, uh, the Swedish and Finnish would not agree <laughs> <laughs> But close enough But yeah Now we're gonna go to the well, Second song Yeah And the penultimate track On uh, Master Puppets, and this is Damage Inc. Yeah, this was the, this is a knife in the gut song. This
0: was the heaviest song I've ever heard in my life at the time.
1: It's still it's still one of the heaviest songs ever written. It was my favorite album
0: for uh, my favorite song for quite a while from Metallica, and uh, I even had the back patch, the skull with the two yeah. Uh, I guess they were clubs with spiked clubs yeah. through it I wish I knew where that back patch was I probably threw it away as a dumb teenager or whatever when I was finished with my fucking leather uh, my jean jacket but I wish I would have held on to that and I got to find it again and put it on a, leather, a, 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 a jean jacket and wear it again like a fucking old man in the fucking midlife crisis you're past your midlife crisis shut up why I didn't buy a Corvette yet oh god I can't I
1: can't I can't even make fun of it Or
0: is this podcast My midlife crisis (laughs) Yes
1: Yes. What? No This podcast is your midlife crisis Oh okay
0: You fucking confused me there
1: So what are you looking up? I'm looking at the words Okay If you ever read the words To Damage Inc Uh huh It's just a It's really nasty Yes Ugh
0: When I was a kid That was the coolest fucking thing In the world Yeah and again, I must have a thing for a fucking when they just uh, fade into a song. You do, you do
1: like a fade in. I <laughs> no, I don't, it's not a joke. No, you do enjoy a good fade in. It yeah, feels live. I do. Because <laughs> I, I even see it on the on the next one too. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, no, you, and that, that is. Oh, you switched us around. Uh, yeah. For this one, I put in. Uh, so all right, so is this this is you first? Yeah. No. Did you pick Blackened? Yes. So we both did it on this one. What the fade in? The weird fade in? It, the shortest? Oh yeah. Yeah, it has All that. Right. It has the the repeating rift. Yeah, Blackened is one of those one of those wild fucking songs.
0: Now I remember where I bought this album. I was uh, in two thousand. I mean, I'm sorry. In 1988, I was when this came out. I had just turned. 12. Uh, so, right, was I 12? It's yeah, I was 12. The following summer, uh, Bell Boulevard had, uh, used to have street fairs on it. Okay. And I went to, uh, they, they used to sell, you know, they used to have racks of tapes. Oh, I remember those tapes. days. And I went up there and I found this, I found, you know, cause I, Back then, I I I couldn't, you know, I, I didn't have the money to 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 buy albums, you know, yeah. just to, and I also didn't have the means of getting anywhere. So I remember I, I, I forget my parents must have given me twenty bucks or whatever to go to the street fair, and I went, and that was one of the first things I did was I went there and I found the tape of 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 uh, of Injustice for All, and I put it in, and again, this song starts it out. I'm, yeah. I'm a big beginning song and end song, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: no there's no problem with that.
0: No. But it's just it's just the nostalgia of hearing the first song on an album and it sets the tone for, for what you're in store for. Yeah. And Blacken didn't fucking disappoint. It this entire album doesn't disappoint. Oh, it doesn't, and I didn't even realize that, you know, I be mean, back then I was twelve, thirteen years
1: old. I didn't realize that there was no bass. Well, it is turned down so low yeah. that it is unusable. Right. Uh he played bass on this, mm-hmm. but in their, I guess maybe they just didn't want to hear I, I, th- I think there was a lot of they, they were still drinking heavy, they were still in pain. Right. And I think they had they, very recently lost Cliff.
0: Right. And I think that's that the the explanation they give. Yeah. Is that they didn't think anybody could replace Cliff, so they didn't feel like they should do the like obligation sh- of yeah which is kind of fucked up. It is <laughs> fucked up. You get the guy in the band and then you don't fucking put him on the album and he
1: plays the whole fucking thing. And it, but you got to remember, he did live. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. he rocked that shit. Right. And like I've said, we've talked about um the guitar hero strip tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh Justice for Jason? Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the bass tracks in there make it and they're they're J- they're Jason's bass tracks mm-hmm. pumped up. Yeah. They're pretty fucking good. Yeah. Well, uh yeah, that it's, fucking great way to start an album no oh. and i heard that it's it's well,
0: what is it is it reversed or something that uh the beginning of,
1: of blackened i think the first riff is if i remember correctly they reverse the pattern yeah yeah right it's a it's an interesting way to play it yeah um there's another band that does something with a reverse pattern that mm-hmm. i really love i will not subject you to that song because it is 28 minutes long Ugh. i understand One day I will find just that section So you can hear it Okay
0: yeah sure No problem
1: Uh, Yeah but this I mean Looking at the lyrics Are just aggressive Yeah And And this entire album is I was just about
0: to bring This whole album I mean we used to listen to it uh, You know At Scott's house uh, Scott McPartland And 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 The the, Just the The tightness Of the the, With the stops Yes I mean I know you do that With a I, I don't even know If they did that Could they do that With the button back then I remember when we recorded if you wanted a, a tight stop, you would just press the
1: button and mute it. It's it's changed these days. You can actually cut right, you can, sections yeah, you out. Can, right. You can literally drag and cut sections of silence out. Right. Um But these, they they're so tight. I mean, goddamn, it was so I remember heavy back then. Oh my god. I remember my friend's band. They were very big into chugging. Yeah. And the dead space is as important as the It is. That's sound. but that's the same thing with this with this album. And they were recording back when Fastlane was still active. Okay. And they were literally going through in Pro Tools, cutting dead space out in between Right. Mics. So it's a cut. Yeah. 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 That's painful. That's yeah. a lot of work. Right. But I'm wondering
0: if that's what they did
1: here, or was it actually them stopping? I don't know.
0: You know? It's I a want- control.
1: You also these guys have been working together so long that they're in sync at a level that most people will never understand yeah it's hard to explain the the connection that two musicians feel when playing together mm-hmm. even a, even a singer and, and a drummer and a singer and a bassist oh yeah there, there's a connection there that you feel mm-hmm. and it's never it's never quite describable and, and you, the thing is, is it you got
0: you, you don't have to say anything. Yeah, it's the feel. It's the flow. You don't even have to be looking at each other. Sometimes. No. We yeah. I, I remember playing with Mike and John and Keith, and I mean, and the, the multiple every uh, Keith, other guitarist, Keith Murray, and you know, I'm not gonna go through them all. Barry, and uh, you know, we went to so tell But it was so much a feel. Yes, you know, absolutely. And 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 I I I do miss it. I I, I miss it a lot. Yeah, you know, and I get it. I get it with you, Dave, here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, drink your drink. Shut the fuck up. What what song did you pick next? (laughs) Yeah, the fucking shortest (coughs) straw. Speaking of people who drew drew short straws, you're stuck here with me, motherfucker. (laughs) Remember, I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. You actually voluntarily said, I think I want to do a podcast with you on fucking purpose. Well, no, I said I wanted to do a podcast and you said, I'll do it. And I went, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I picked the shortest straw cause. Ooh. Like yeah. I said, this, this album is, you can feel the pain that they're still feeling. Oh yeah. And it's, I know people who don't listen to metal won't get that. Mm-hmm. Fucking listen, give it a listen and get it. Yeah. It is so crazy. Yeah, he's angry. You could hear they're the, angry at the universe mm-hmm. at this point. You can hear
0: it in the in in, in James's voice. Oh yeah, you know, and in, and in, in the
1: playing in the it's a heavy fucking album. Oh, uh, and top to bottom, there's no there's no real respite. Yeah, like there's no well, calm, there are calm parts. I was gonna say to live is to die is, is and very, if you listen gets, to their yeah. playing, they're they're playing in to live is to die, is. All n- raw nerve mm-hmm. it's they're on the verge yeah of losing their minds mm-hmm. and that little poem written by Cliff in the middle right oh <laughs> it's not often I give the shiver and it's not a that is not douche that was pure like this album is just like you you're watching somebody go through the th- through the pain of loss right and they do well consider oh yeah but man I mean it's it's absolutely brutal and they made it I mean listen uh, up until this point
0: Every one of these albums Has been uh, I mean I'll listen
1: to this day I'll I'll, I'll oh, absolutely. You know Sometimes I'm sitting in my Not car with my wife traf- in the car But you know <laughs> What? And I won't listen to these with my wife in the car Oh Because I don't oh, want to hear the complaints Yeah
0: But uh, yeah Sometimes I'm sitting in traffic And you know There are albums that I'll just I won't listen to anymore But one of these sometimes I'll be like You know what? I'll give a good Metallica a listen Yeah You know? Either a you know a playlist or, a, or or an actual album in full, and uh, all these so far, oh yeah,
1: could be full listens. Well, most of these are like beginning to end listens. Yeah, except for you know escape. Well, yeah, escape. <laughs> we, we obviously are going <laughs> to ignore escape. It's a bad song. Even they say it's a bad. Yeah, song I think they played it once as yeah. a goof. Yeah. So now we're going to go across the, the threshold. The threshold. Yeah, we're going to touch on the first of the Bob Rock albums. And Which, I think we both picked good songs. I am going to say, huh? I don't dislike this album. I don't dislike this. I, I really like this album. It was yeah. the first Metallica album I heard. Yeah. So for me, on what we know as the Black Album, mm-hmm. or as they call it, Metallica, Metallica. Yeah. If they had put a, Metallica, a song called Metallica on there, it would have been complete. Over. Over. Really? Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden.
0: No, but Metallica this far into your, oh, yeah. Into your career. Yeah.
1: What? Yeah no, I was thinking like because Dream Theater, I think, I think they 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 have an album called Dream Theater. Like well, yeah, but they have a, a song called Dream Theater. Looking it up now. Oh okay, but, I have to find out because if they do, I'm gonna I'm just gonna douchebag them. <laughs> so you picked through the never,
0: yes, which is phenomenal, and and there are so many songs that you, we
1: both could have picked on this. Through the, I, 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 it's heavy. Yes, it's heavy. It it absolutely is. It's this, and for me, the through the never has this dancey kind of mm-hmm. energy to it. Right, right, right. Even though it's straight up pumping, mm-hmm. it's got this give and take to it. Because mm-hmm. the it's it's honestly in the production that makes it sound like that. Yeah, the drums have never sound sounded this big. Mm-hmm. But that's also Bob Rock, right? Who produced uh, I think Doctor Feelgood by for Motley Crue. I think so And that those are the biggest drums in hard rock history These are the biggest drums in heavy metal Yeah At this point I mean, this the sound was undeniable No, there's no song called Dream Theater Okay, good i check because I'd be like, ah, you douchebags Yeah
0: Double checking. But how would you write a song about, a Metallica song called, called Metallica? Metallica?
1: I got nothing uh, Good, I really don't. good
0: I'm glad they didn't either
1: So, alright, so Through the Never And then you picked The God That Failed Yes And this is the one, like, I had to look up why they wrote this, because I was, this was 91, I was uh, 9 years old? Mm -hmm. 10? Yeah. 10. I was 10 years old. I was still in Catholic school. Okay. This was like, if my parents had known I was listening to this, they would have broke the CD over my face. Really? Yeah, this was not going to be okay. This is exactly why I listened. I, I mean... Yeah, but you were also, at this point, you were, I was 10, you were 14. Yeah. A little different. Yeah. Also, you know, I had access a little... Oh, no, I was older than that when I first heard this. That was the year it came out. Mm-hmm. I was like 14, yeah. 15. Still, my dad would have tried to crack it over my face. Yeah. But, yeah, my dad's super religious, so I understand why he would feel that way. Mm-hmm. But then I had to look up why he would feel this way. What was it? It was his childhood. It was, it was his childhood, his yeah. family's upbringing, and right. You know all the things that he was taught mm-hmm. were wrong. Yeah. And... Th- and, and
0: it, look, like I wanted to say, we could have picked a million. I could have picked a million songs. I wanted to do "Struggle Within," which is a
1: great fucking song right, too. Right, which is heavy as
0: shit. When you if you listen to
1: it, so it got the failed
0: people. But I I know. But a lot of people. The, the amazing thing is that people said that they these were was not a heavy
1: album. Oh, this is a heavy fucking album. It's a heavy album.
0: If you there are less well, heavy songs. I'll tell on you this. what. It got less heavy than that. I, obviously, you listen to to "Injustice um, for All," and yeah. then this comes. You are like, oh, all right. What made this a heavy album is, you know, load comes out next, and you go, "Huh,
1: black album wasn't so bad." I'm just glad both of us. It th- wasn't as heavy as Justice, no, and Justice for All. But is, this it doesn't touch. But this had a, uh this also a had groove heavy, okay. and this also had their first slow song. Yeah, nothing else. Maddie's. Nothing else matters. Which is a beautiful song. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, but this had this had really like. Punch you in the face, heavy right. songs. You know what people hated? Commercialism.
0: Yeah, the 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 the
1: Enter man.
0: Yeah, which if you listen now, I mean, it's not a bad song either. It's no, it's just not a bad song. Overplayed,
1: you know. But overplayed songs are overplayed songs, no matter what. Right. These are not bad songs. Right.
0: And they then, and it's the the, the feeling of Metallica selling out. I will, will,
1: da- will backstep one. My friend of misery is a weaker song. Okay, but still good. Okay. And then the end of the album, Struggle Within, is a weird way to end an album. Yeah. To me. I love that. I, I think it, it,
0: I wish it would have carried over. Cause Struggle Within, I think, is a f- super fucking heavy song.
1: Yes. And if you carried that over but to I the don't next think it, album. I think if you carried that over to the next album, it would have made it better. But also, it was a weird, for me, it felt like a weird way to end this album. Yeah. I. Th- I think God That Failed might have been the perfect ending to this album. Yeah. All right. Just because it it felt like, right? That's the point he wanted to throw right. at. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So now we're going to talk about the ones where I only picked one. No, I picked one on this one. Oh, next did, one. oh you did. That's right. But so, I picked mine because of a story. It was until it sleeps. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, that is the odd headbanging. Was it Scott? Yeah. Well, yeah. It was. It was. We went to Florida, as two grown men often do.
0: <laughs> We were, we were. I was nineteen. He was twenty, two, twenty three. Oh, so he
1: groomed you. <laughs> Love you, Scott. Listen, we were not I, as much as what he does apparently. <laughs> anyway,
0: we originally here. We're gonna go back to the uh, the last uh, uh, um, list. Uh, me and Scott used to get together and we used to watch sightings. Yes. Do you know what sightings was? Yes. It was a paranormal show where they used to show like UFOs and ghosts and shit, right? And. Uh, there was a, a a a segment on it that said that um, Palm Coast, Florida, I believe it's Palm Coast or Pensacola, one of the somewhere in the Panhandle uh, was the one of the highest UFO hotspots. So we wanted to go. Okay, that's <laughs> not weird.
1: No, it is weird. No, it's not that weird. So we wanted to go look for UFOs. In, Wait, do you in, want to talk about weird? Okay, two grown men going to Pennsylvania. For Amish food and antiques. Okay. That's that's weird. Did you do anything to each other? No. No, that's not weird. <laughs> Did you guys do stuff to each other? No, exactly. I don't know. So, I don't judge. So, long story short. I don't know the daddy you're looking for. <laughs> long story
0: short is uh, uh, Scott immediately starts looking into, and this is before the internet, really. It was 96. So, like, just before the internet. Okay. So he starts looking into um um going there and we find out that it's real fucking expensive <laughs> to go to that part of Florida. So yeah, we'll go to any part so of Florida. He, co- he comes to me and he goes, You know what though? Um Fort Lauderdale's not that expensive. It was a hundred and fifty dollars round trip for can you imagine? No, I can't. All right. I think of it now and I'm like, Holy crap. I can't get to Pennsylvania for a hundred and fifty dollars. Right. So so uh so we go down there. And, uh, you know, it's not a UFO trip anymore. It's just kind of... Two dudes hanging out. Two two metal guys. Never been to fucking Fort Lauderdale in our lives, right? We're staying at um, the Best Western. Two metal guys who won't ask for directions on which way, you know, to go get stuff. So one day we walk out and we just want to get, like, you know, food and drinks. We walk out and we make a left. I am wearing a black Pantera shirt and black jeans in fucking Florida, Florida. In the summer. How many blocks
1: did you get before you felt tired?
0: We fucking went... Like, I would say we walked a mile. Right? And nothing. And nothing. We found a fucking gas station a mile away. We got, like, you know... Oh, this is a, glass, like a, a glass I've, bottle
1: Gatorade? I have,
0: so, <laughs> I, have so many, I have so many stories on this on this trip. So <laughs> we get... Uh, I think it was a 7-Eleven or whatever it was. So I get, like, a bag of chips and a drink. Scott buys... A truck stopper, which is a fucking sandwich like this, that I believe was roast beef, I think,
1: yeah, you hope it was, and he
0: gets uh was did his no, I think his mom sent it with him, God, he's gonna kill me. She sent him a six pack of little prune juices. <laughs> Yeah, there it it is,
1: there it is, right? That is a (laughs) 7-Eleven convenience store sandwich called the Truck Stopper. I don't even think I want it. it looks like a turd in a fucking sandwich. (laughs) So, who would eat this fucking thing? So, I'm I'm getting way off the story here, but I'm going to tell
0: There is a story that, to this day, me and Scott tell. So, we get back, we walk back, and we ask the front desk which way is, like, the strip. We know Fort Orleans is like a party city. He goes, oh, you go out the door and you make a right. And it's like right there. Literally two blocks away. (laughs) Right? So, (laughs) Whatever. Shit. Scott goes. (laughs) I'm going to tell this story. Then I'm going to tell a metallic story. So we get home. And Scott. (laughs) Into the hotel room. And Scott gets scared that he has not shit yet. (laughs) Because he ate a turd. No, he hasn't eaten that yet. He ate that. Then he drank the prune juices that his mom brought. Why did his mom bring prune juices? I don't know. So I wake up the next morning, and he had, he had, overnight, I, I think I An heard accident. It, I think I heard him overnight shitting, you know, he was like letting it go, because it all Cause hit him at once. It
1: doesn't, you don't have a choice when prune juices so is. So the involved. next
0: day I go into the bathroom, and I'm peeing, and I look, and right next to the ba- the toilet is the tub, and there is a brown substance. <laughs> cascading down the tub, on the side of the tub. Psycho- See, he shit in the tub? So I go, Scott, what the fuck is that? He comes in and he looks and he goes, oh, that must be some kind of cleaning agent or something. Come to find out that he shit so hard, he came out underneath the <laughs> toilet seat. <and laughs> hit, hit the... Hit the, the, the the, the,
1: he the, hit the, the back stuff? Hit the tub. No, it's
0: the tub next to the fucking thing.
1: And it was dripping down the tub. <laughs> it came out under the sides of the toilet that's seat. the only way we can figure out how it got onto the thing. Oh, man, but he was gross.
0: so impacted. He
1: told me he was some kind of cleaning agent. Yeah,
0: <laughs> When we both knew.
1: <laughs> it's a story to this day Scotch that we got shit sideways. We got it. <laughs> anyway...
0: The Metallica story is
1: Wait, I just want you to know It probably wasn't the prune juice I'm looking at the sandwich Yeah <laughs> It might as It's so it's basically a Salisbury steak sandwich Yeah Yeah Yo, that is This thing looks like a poop It looks like a poop <laughs> On a bun With a little
0: bit of cheese So, I don't know if it was the same day Or whatever it is But um, We're getting ready to go out And I have already taken a shower And I'm, I'm dressed And I'm on, you know on the edge of the bed watching TV and MTV was big back then. And this album had just come out and we had made fun of until it sleeps the video because there is one part in the middle when like they get the little breakdown and they come back into it and it builds up. And in the video they are playing with such authority that it looks ridiculous. And it is not that riff. Right. So we would laugh our asses off. Now we're in Florida. We're having a good time. He's, in the shower, he had just gotten out, and that part's coming up, and I'm like, oh, oh, shit. I'm like, Scott, Scott, and he comes running out in his towel.
1: I bet <laughs> he to, had a towel on. Just to see that part. You ever try to part. keep a towel on while running? Just to see that part,
0: and it's, I mean, it's it's the, the memories of, 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 of Florida and this album and this song. And Prune Juice and the and Truck Prune Stopper. And Prune Juice and the pr- Truck Stopper and Hurricane Willie, which was a guy who could fucking light a match in fucking a hurricane and keep it lit because we smoked back then and everything, you know. And that whole trip was nuts. NVTS nuts and 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 there and, the, and there's a... I don't know. We have a videotape somewhere. I got to see if Scott still has it. And uh, it's 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 just yeah, it's just our hijinks. So much fun, man. But that's why I picked this song, not because I like it, but because it brings back good memories. You're next.
1: Okay, so <laughs> sorry,
0: I didn't mean to
1: hijack the whole fucking I, thing. I pick King Nothing. All right. <laughs> okay, so I've defended uh, "Load and Reload" pretty hard. Right. I take it back. But when you're listening through the albums, these these just don't hold up. That well, we'll get to the the next, on the I next mean, one. I mean, just listening to from right. from
0: King Nothing is not a bad song. It, no, it's, it's just not a bad song. A bad song. It's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a bad. It's a. It's not in. It's. It's not representative of what Metallica was doing. Lyrically
0: it was garbage.
1: Oh, he, well. I've told you I've actually I actually Ugh. ruined Hero of the Day for a friend of mine. too She's like, I love that song. So I read her the lyrics yeah. while staring at her. Yeah. And she goes, Please it's stop fucking, looking at yeah, me. It's
0: gross. They're fucking They're gross. Awful. I mean, but it's but this too Well, it's, it's gross it's, when it's I look
1: like, at anybody eye to It's eye. like
0: it's like uh, you know, um, Enter Sandman was, you know, uh, you know, in
1: commercial, but it was
0: no, built. but but it was like a, like, a, like a, he's like fairy tale lines almost, yeah. And the same thing in this. Wish I may, wish I might have but this when wish. You sing I it wish it like that. Not.
1: But I mean, what, no, it's not a good song. But it's like, ew, dude, this is what you are writing? Gross. Well, it didn't. It didn't sit well with me. The more I listened to it, the like I am like, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit with everything previous, yeah. And it doesn't sound like they were trying to make. More they, of what they were doing They
0: were trying to fit in with the times Which I understand You have to evolve If you don't evolve um, You know you stay stagnant Yeah So You end up like a panda Yeah, yeah Eating you and not fuck. wanting to fuck Yeah, yeah. Um, So I understand what they were trying to do They just didn't achieve it
1: Yeah They didn't achieve Um. And they isolated a lot of their fans I wouldn't even say They just kind of abandoned a whole I mean, section yeah, well, That's what I mean Yeah Of And like i said if you judge them on on par with the rest of the albums they do not hold their water mm-hmm. at all right right like you
0: said this i'm i'm not on my way home and going you know uh kill 'em all uh master of puppets uh, you know what load yeah
1: <laughs> i'm not doing I that know. and that that's what led me to 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 restate uh-huh. these albums are not great yeah and this is a this is a thing I've de- defended tooth and nail mm-hmm. for years. Okay, I am dancing back a little bit on that because this did not feel right like, uh, with the other songs. Right, uh, when you
0: put them when we put them back to back like this, yeah, you see they it, didn't right?
1: sit well. Right, and that actually comes to the next the next song, Prince Charming off of Reload. Yeah, now, uh, God, bring up here and I'll, I'll
0: explain myself. It just doesn't hold up. It just. I just didn't like it. I haven't. You know, can I tell you something? Um, I only know a few songs on Reload. Okay. Because by this time, I had totally just given up. Yep. So I didn't even know this song, and I didn't like this song. And so much so that I did not even. Ha- I don't even have a pick from this album.
1: I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, this is the one where you had no input. Yeah. And I appreciate that because. I really felt like I didn't want to put anything from this album. I just felt yeah. I should have. Now, why did you pick? Like,
0: I had this is the first time I've heard this
1: song because the, the song the I wanted to put on here is fucking too goddamn long. Okay, which one was it? Um, Fixer. Okay, it's the last song. Ah, uh-huh. it's a long song. I haven't heard
0: that one either. I'll have to listen to it on the, on my way home. Whatever. You may not
1: love it. It's
0: no, I know, I know it's but it's
1: not a. I,
0: I just want to see what you, yeah, you know, what you wanted to put on there. I may stop it in three seconds, but you know,
1: it's. It's something. Mm-hmm. It's better than a lot of the stuff on here. Yeah. Um, Unforgiven 2 is on here, and that is not great. But that's why, see, they started revisiting stuff. Yes. You have a song Unforgiven. Leave it there. Why I did, did you like, like Low Man's Lyric. 2, huh? I did like Low Man's Lyric. It's the third to last track. Yeah. I liked it. But as a Metallica album, it's not. Not, nah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And then, it's not, none of this is on the list, mm-hmm. but top to bottom, when they released Garage Inc. in 98. Yeah. Perfect. It's oh, just, yeah. every cover they've done. Right. Including a merciful fate medley. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, the only um, covers of the Misfits that I will say I'll listen to voluntarily. Covers of the Misfits? Covers of the Misfits. Okay. I don't like the Misfits. Yeah. They made me like these songs. Yeah, they didn't veer very far from them, though. I know, but I can't stand Glenn's voice. All right, whatever. I'm not saying, I'm not saying they're bad. I, they have they have their place in in history. They invented a sh- uh, a genre of mm-hmm. of punk horror punk, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the entire they in, in, invented an entire subgenre, mm-hmm. uh, and I am part of. I was part of a band that was heavily influenced by horror stuff, mm-hmm. so I get it, Yeah, but I don't like fucking Glenn's voice. <laughs> Glanzig does Elvis? Mm-mm. Did you say Glanzig? Yeah, might as well be.
0: <laughs> I like Glanzig.
1: I think I'm going to start calling him that. Glanzig. Glanzig. I like it. Ugh. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of a fat guy, Glanzig Danzig.
0: <laughs> Come on, if we start a new band, I want to call it Glanzig.
1: Only if I get to sing like <laughs> of that. Of
0: course you can.
1: I can't even do it my, my voice is too fucked up So alright So you pissed Pissed? You, <laughs> you picked Prince Charming Only because you had to pick a song I felt like I, I That's something I could listen to And not want to Bash myself in the head Right But I wanted to pick Fixer Okay Just The three X's in Fixer Also bothers me Right Just call just, it Just fixer. call it Fixer Yeah You don't have to get Scroll the fuck with up. it Right But I do want to talk about Garaging Because now we have space Yeah go ahead Um uh Die Die My Darling. Mm-hmm. Turn the their cover of Turn the Page. Yes. Made me I loved the original. Of course the, everyone the, loves the, Bob Seger The Bob Seeger bo- uh, version. But which it is made the live me one too. Remember uh, Bob Seeger. Yeah. And how much I like Bob Seeger. Right. Uh um, Whiskey in the Jar. Whiskey in the Jar, which is um an Irish folk song. It's an Irish folk song, but they got it from Oh man, Phil Line uh Thin Lizzy. Okay. And then they their version is very much like Thin Lizzy's. Mm-hmm. And then, beautiful, helpless, yes. So, these are the the helpless and am I evil? Those are Diamond Head songs. Yeah.
0: Oh, I did not know helpless was a Diamond Head song. Oh yeah, and it sounds nothing like right. the original.
1: Right. Nothing.
0: Bread fan. Bread fan. Bread fan was one of my favorite um, songs for a long time.
1: So what? Yeah, and that was and a, That's a Queen that, song. Yeah, wait, is it? So is, what? Oh wait, was it? No, like, you think it's "Don't
0: Go Crazy." That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: I was gonna say, "So what?" Is definitely no, not. So
0: no, no. Who is "So What"? Anti
1: Human League. Okay, I think. Um, out of this this entire track listing, it's two discs. Mm-hmm. I can think of one song where I didn't know where where it was going. Mm-hmm. The weight. And I still enjoy the trip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Crash Course and Brain Surgery, mm-hmm. Blitzkrieg, Breadfan. Fan. You know, these are great songs. And is Bread Fan Budgie? No. No. No, no. I know. As soon as you say it, I know. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. I could even fake budgie. it. Budgie. It is? Yeah, it's Budgie. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I obviously I knew it because yeah. it was in my brain somewhere, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. But yeah, that was that. This album was phenomenal, and the, the funny, the greatest part is to listen to the original and how they changed it and how different. Like Breadfan Fan is complete. Like yes, a completely different.
0: Uh, you the know, Prince,
1: I, Helpless. These songs did not sound like that, right? The Lover Man.
0: I don't remember that one. Why did I not remember? It's a that
1: slow one, one. probably why. Devil waiting <laughs> outside your door. I don't know. No? if it was slow back then, I was probably like, no. Is uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds? Okay, Re- weird but good. Mm-hmm. Tuesday's gone. Yes. How do you? It's, it, it's hard to it's hard not to 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 kiss mm-hmm. the ring of of this, especially a, a cover album like this. Yeah, and for a band at this point in their career, didn't need to do a cover album. Yeah, they had done the, well, they the had EPs. Done it, yeah, and they just pushed them all together mm-hmm. and released them as one official recording with a uh, audio quality that was better than all the previous. Right. And that's what made the difference. Yeah. And then they did I Disappear for the, the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Then they did um, S&M. Yeah. Which had two new songs on it. No Leaf Clover and... You lost me. This, this is where I've, I have no idea. Oh man, my brain's not working. It was No Leaf Clover and something else. I'm going to have to... I'll have to look it up later, but right. it was there was I, another song. I,
0: this is where I, I've abandoned fucking Metallica. And
1: then we jump to Saint Anger. Yeah, we have nothing on here from Saint Anger. No, uh, the drum quality, the drum recording was awful. Uh, the bass was Bob Rock, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, the music was lacking guitar solos, mm-hmm. which they said it was stylized, a stylistic choice. I don't like it. Right, you know that's not Metallica. Metallica always had the There are songs on here that I've heard before, and and I don't remember what they sound like. You're hurting Kirk Hammett. That was his thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Why would you make an album with no solos? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. The whole album was a bad idea. Right. And then that was 2003. Okay. Five years later, with 2008, we have Death Magnetic. Okay. Do you know anything about this album? No. It's not terrible, except for one song that is absolutely terrible. Okay. Unforgiven 3.
0: Get the fuck out of here! I'm gonna really.
1: Oh Jesus! Unforgiven three. Come on, man. Why? Uh, they couldn't have figured out how to kick that dead horse any harder. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. All right, it was not good. Right. Uh, then we'll fast forward to 2011. Lulu. Hey. With Lou Reed. Yeah. It really should have been the Lou Reed experience. With Metallica. No. Oh. They should have left themselves out of it. This oh, okay. fucking sucked donkey dick. I don't even know.
0: I they probably won't know. Did they, they release one song with them, right? With a single on it or no? I don't know.
1: I I I, I saw Lou Reed's name. I went, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this and everyone involved. <laughs> and then in twenty sixteen, we got Hardwired to Self Destruct. There were a couple of songs on there that I heard that were okay. I'm looking at this album, I have no idea what's going on here. Really? No idea what they were thinking. Okay. It was heavy for the sake of heavy. Right. The songs didn't make sense. They didn't feel, like they felt energetic, but not towards a, a, a point. Okay. Uh, it, it was just weak. Okay. And they had the, the Lords of Summer at the end of it, and that was uh, a reference to the black metal guys. Okay. Whatever. Eh. And now we come to 2023 with 72 seasons. You included Lux Turner on here. Yes. Now, I must say. It is a good song. This song,
0: out of, I mean, it blew me away. When I first heard it. I haven't it, even listened to this whole album yet. I did the other day. And this is what I wanted to bring up about falling into the trap of not knowing how to end a song. Their songs on this album. This song, Lux Eterna, amazing. I love it. I love yeah. it. It, was, it it. almost brought me back to, like, old Metallica. Almost uh, c- kill them all days. Almost. You know? It didn't feel forced. It felt like they had fun doing it. Well, it's important. You know? And, uh, I mean, I know I've I've watched a bunch of things that say and that Lars didn't play that drum beat. But,
1: listen, it can be done. If he can play it live. Yeah. I don't care who played it originally. Right. Um... I've learned over the last, I'll say year, Mm -hmm. a lot of the songs that I've loved don't have either the voice in mind, you know, the voice that they planned. Right. Like uh, Faith No More with uh, The Real Thing. Yeah. Written for Chuck Mosley. I did not know that. Right. Knowing that changes how I look at it. Right. Because Mike Patton had to go in there. He had to go in there and sing as written. Yeah. And there's a lot missing from the style Mm -hmm. based on that. Um, uh, I do love that album. That is one of my Desert Island yeah. Desert Island albums. Well, almost every Faith No More album is Desert Island. But uh, I know I know Mr. Bungle is on your list. The first and one, the first album. I'm not. It's not my place to judge your Desert Island. <laughs> uh, but I think there's something to be said, like when you have you. He stepped in and played something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Trujillo coming in and playing all the stuff written before him in Metallica. Right. The way he plays it. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, you can come in and play it, eh, whatever. Right. Um, he makes it his own. Yeah. And really doesn't try. Uh, the drummer who replaced Portnoy in Dream Theater mm-hmm. walked into a pretty big hole. Yeah. He, he leaves a big hole in that band. And w- stepping into those shoes is huge. I don't feel he really has brought it as far as writing. Okay. But that's, you know, my opinion. Right. Right. In this, if if Lars didn't play on this, mm-hmm. or they did, you know, some other drum trickery... I think they did, yeah. yeah. And he can play it live? Right. Cool. All right, all right. Yeah. He may not have been ready to do it then, as long as he can do it now. But this, yeah, but this song... It, 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 and it, what I learned about 12 Foot Ninja fucking blew my soul out bru- of my like, ass. What? The fact that they don't, usually, they don't record with a, a drum set, a, a live drum set. What do they record with? They record with a digital drum kit. Yeah. Uh, like a Roland V drum set. Okay. And then he reamps the sounds into Superior Drummer uh-huh. and puts the drum hits over his MIDI notes. Really? So those drums are not physical drums in a room with a mic against. Yeah. Underneath the skins. Yeah. None of that. Okay. Blew my soul out of my ass. Yeah. I'm like in a bad fucking, way, what? Or a good way. No, in a great way. Oh, okay. It's amazing. He's able because he lives in an apartment. Yeah. He's able to play his studio kit. Yeah. At home with yeah, headphones. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. Right. So like with the other guys in 12-Foot Ninja, they all do the same thing with their amps. Really? Their pedals uh-huh. have their amps and their speaker cabinets all modeled in there. Yeah. They can play with headphones at home. That's nuts. That's the pedals I use at home now are yeah. all digital modeling. Yeah. Because I, you know, I have a right, six-year-old. You think, yeah. I can't play in the middle of the night. Right. Like I want to. Yeah. So I just plug <laughs> in I headphones. I want to. Like I want to. I don't know why I just had to do that with you. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why you did it in the first place, but whatever. I don't know. Was, uh, but yeah, you, this, this is one of those one of those times where the the change in technology has helped them. Right. It did not help on, on Death Magnetic or now, whatever this, the this, fuck Hardwired this, was. They went,
0: they went back to basics. Yes. I mean, the album is okay.
1: I haven't heard the rest of it, the but songs, that song is pretty pumped.
0: The songs are not terrible. I mean, uh, some of them... Drag on. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You don't need a seven-minute song for a song you can finish in three, four minutes. You know what I mean? It's the Beatles theory. It feels like, it, 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 like you said, a lot of bands fall into it. They just don't know where to end it when it could have ended three minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Because you're not going anywhere. You're not putting another, um, a, another riff in. You're not progressing a story or anything oh, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... So just end it. Yeah, I don't need fourteen solos and all that. You know,
1: it's it's that thing where they they want to keep the riff going, they want to keep it heavy and hard and fast, right? But they don't know where to change it. Are they? I don't know your what house? that is. That's a yeah. Are I don't know what plane crashing. That is. Don't joke. That happened in this neighborhood in okay. the fifties or sixties. All right, at least it didn't. It passed us. If it yeah. crashes into the Brooklyn Bridge, we're good. Just remember, a plane crashed on Seventh Avenue. In the 50s, I think. Yeah. That's that's just police. That's the worst. That's the worst siren I've ever heard. (laughs) Anyhow. That sounds like a dying Basset hound. Anyhow, listen, give 72 seasons a chance. Oh, give it a shot. Um,
0: If you don't like it, you don't like it. But I just wanted to. I couldn't pick one from Reload because I just. I start, I started listening to it and I went nope, I'm nah. not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. nah. And I said you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to showcase the new the newer stuff because I feel that um I mean it's nev- it's never going to be old Metallica again,
1: but it's a, a, a- And I think that's actually the problem where they're trying to sound like old Metallica again. But this this is It's good. Yeah. It's not I don't I Okay, I can't judge. I haven't listened to this album. Mm-hmm. So 72 seasons I'm not counting. But okay. hardwired and death magnetic, yeah. They're trying to be old Metallica, right? And they're not getting. They're not getting the point across the way they want to, mm-hmm. and you can feel it. Mm-hmm. So it feels like they're trying to be it, but failing. Right. This one feels like they're not failures. No, they're I, just failing at capturing that sound. Even with this, you think? I don't know. I, I like I said, this song is good. Yeah. But I haven't heard the whole album. Okay. And I can't judge the whole album based on this. Okay. So there it is. Yeah. So that's the list. That's Metallica in a nutshell. Right. Um, If you don't like Metallica, you're entitled to your opinion. Right. If you're complaining about the first four albums, you can go fuck yourself with a stick. (laughs) Escape, we understand. We get it. (laughs) It's not great. Um, Everything else, like those first four are amazing. The Black Album's a good album.
0: Yeah. uh, Uh, yeah.
1: Load and Reload, I'm starting to see what everyone else sees. Eh. Um. After that, it gets a little funky. Right. And I'm going to give Luxaturna and 72 Seasons uh, more of a shot. Yeah, give it a listen. But uh, I guess it's that time. Yeah. So um, before we go, we need to talk about Unworked Apparel. Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram, Unworked Apparel. Uh, I can't wait to see what he has for me. Okay. I have some stuff that I asked for. I'm going to see how that comes out. What? Nothing. Is it? Are you not looking forward to my new shirt? No, I'm not. Oh gosh!
0: You fucking asshole!
1: (laughs) I was gonna keep it a surprise, and I just couldn't. I couldn't (laughs) hold it in. I was too excited. It's too good. Had to share it. Um, I'm getting new hoodies too. I Mm -hmm. needed a new hoodie. Uh, my hoodie that he gave me when he, it might have been when he first started. Yeah. Finally started showing his age. You know, it started uh, some of the. Seams started coming loose after a decade. Yeah, and uh, there was actually a hole in it's one pretty of the goddamn homes. good run. <laughs> it's a pretty good run for a hoodie, right? Especially my fat ass stretching it out. <laughs> yeah, and we want to talk about searchlights by the Weege. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find them on Bandcamp. Uh, check them out; they're a good time. Uh, eight tracks uh, covering jazz improv of pop songs, metal songs. You know, they cover. They have Black Sabbath in there. They have. Uh, Billy Eilish and Wu Tang Clan. If you if you can, you can't find a more diverse cross section of music. <laughs> Check them out; they're awesome. And yeah. for now, it's time to go. Yeah, man. Who are you? I'm basher.exe on Instagram. All right, I am nugs two nine, and uh, we are hit the stage podcast on Instagram. We are hit the stage podcast Wow, stagepodcast dot com. Mike and Dave uh, hit the stage on YouTube, and I think that's everything. I, <laughs> I think that's all of them. I know. <laughs> I'm just gonna get a sign, right? Just slap it right, right, right there. Uh huh. Right, right, like that, like right there, like this. Yeah, even it out. Eventually, you know, we're still working on things. I think I got the video stuff figured out. Okay. Kind of for now. Listen, we're only uh, 29 episodes in. Oh, uh, yeah, 29. We did it. Yeah. Still hasn't hit me in the face. No. You still haven't thrown me out the window. Because you haven't hit me in the face. All we've right, we've cool. established it. We're all good. For now, take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Hail Hetfield. Mm, hail ah. Halford. <laughs> hail Halford. Later.